0: Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of It's Called Soccer. Um, I hope you guys have had a great week this past week. I hope it's been filled with some type of soccer. Um, I know MLS is back, and it's starting up again. Up again. This is the third week that we've seen the MLS play, um, and we're coming down to the end of the Premier League and stuff like that. But I hope you guys got to got to catch a game this weekend, or maybe got to go to one this weekend. Um, I know the Legion over in or Birmingham Legion, uh, they had their first home opener beginning this this past weekend. Um, they won, so that was pretty. Pretty cool. Um, I was going to try to catch it, but actually me and my friends went to the Birmingham hockey game uh, as their season's coming down to an end, which is also a really fun experience. Uh, That was my second hockey game to go to. Um, I am a big hockey fan, but... um, Uh, not able to live in here in the South, not able to go to many hockey games or anything like that, but, um, so yeah, I'm looking forward to being able to go to more Legion games as their season has just begun and it's going to continue to, um continue to have more games throughout the throughout the rest of this year and into the summer um, so I'm looking forward to that. Uh, I re- definitely recommend you go and see them. They are a pretty, are a pretty good team. Um, they they won I think two one, maybe three one. nope, just kidding they tied um but it was definitely a good game uh to watch uh caught the highlights of it um young players young talent uh rising up um and you might even be able to see some of the players on there move up to the mls someday or you might just see them continue to play for that team and just be like one of the veterans of the team and staying there for a while and being good um so, yeah, that was that. That was this weekend. Again, I hope you guys got to potentially catch a game at some point. Um, there was a lot of games this past week. We had Champions League. We had Europa League, Premier League, MLS. I think there was some CONCACAF games as well um, this week. So, plenty of soccer to be able to catch. Um, plenty of games going on, obviously. Plenty, plenty, plenty. So, I hope you guys were able to catch one. Yeah. Um, but if not, that's okay. That's what I'm here for. I can catch you up on, on most of the good portion of games that happen this weekend and a good portion of things to look out for for next weekend, next week, things like that. So yeah, um, if you hey, this is your first time here, uh, welcome. We talk about soccer, mainly the MLS and the Premier League. I talk about games from this past week. Um, I talk about players from this past week that are stood out and people that you want to keep an eye on, things like that. And then I also talk about... Um, Games to look forward to in this upcoming week, some headlines, some news in those leagues Um, and then the table and where people are standing, especially as we look at the Premier League coming down to the end. And I mean, the MLS is just starting, but we can look at those teams and talk about who we think is going to be a little bit higher, who we think is going to continue to move on and progress through the season and continue to be that powerhouse of a team that they are and that they're showing at the beginning. So they're going to continue to do that um, later. So, yeah, that's a little overview of it. Um I enjoy soccer a lot. Um, if you guys if this is your first time listening, I do have or you missed last week or anything like that. Um, I do have a podcast. It's just all of these these radio shows right now recorded in here and then I take them and I upload them to anchor, which then puts them out on Spotify and um, Apple podcasts so you can either look me up it's called soccer you might have to type my name since i'm a little bit smaller than the rest of the rest of uh other podcasts or you can go over to my instagram at it's called soccer 10 and there's a link to the anchor and then that anchor link can take you to spotify apple or you can just listen to it on anchor however you want to um but yeah, those are those are. If you if you missed last week, had to leave early, anything like that, or you just now coming in, you can catch up through my podcast. That way, it's called Soccer Ten is my Instagram. Give that a check. Um, just check me out. I'll have most of the time every week. I didn't post one this week, but most of the time every week I post something on my story or a post and have something in there like a question or um a poll or anything like that you can vote on and then we'll talk about it here on the here on the radio show but this week i wasn't able to do it so but that's okay um anyways so that's a little bit about the show a little bit about me everything like that so without further ado let's go ahead and get into it so first thing we're gonna be looking at is matches from this past week so like i was saying earlier Plenty of soccer happened. Plenty of things happened, especially in the Champions League. So now we're seeing the Champions League slowly come down to an end. Um, This was a round of 16, so we're going to see eight teams come out of it. Um, The first part of the round 16 is over, and so we have four teams that have already come out on top who will be moving on to the quarterfinals Um, round of eight whatever you want to call it. Um, first team we see, obviously, I'm super excited about this. We see Chelsea. Chelsea beat Borussia Dortmund um, 2-0, and on aggregate, they won 2-1. Two, two to one. And so Chelsea move on, which I'm super happy at being a Chelsea fan. honestly thought coming into this game, being down 1-0, that God, we just haven't been performing recently. We haven't done anything good. We spent so much money. And like on paper, we should be doing stuff, but on the field, we can't execute what we do in this game and our games have been looking up in the premier league as well, but we do in this game. So we move on to the quarterfinals with, uh, in champions league and then Benfica also won five to one. This was last Tuesday and they won seven to one on, um, aggregate. And then last Wednesday, we see, Bayern beat PSG 2 0, and Tottenham beat, uh, or Tottenham tied with uh, Milan. And so now moving on, we see Milan moved on with a 1 0 aggregate. Bayern moved on with a 3 0 aggregate. Um, Benfica moved on with a 7 1 aggregate, and Chelsea moved on with a 2 1 aggregate. So. Seeing these four teams, those are going to be four of them that are going into the uh, quarterfinals. So we'll continue to see them, probably continue to talk about them because that's going to be coming down close to an end. Um, There's going to be some more matches of that this week, but we won't be talking about that right now. Um, uh, And then we we don't have a date yet on when the quarterfinals is going to be played, and so we won't know exactly when these teams are going to be playing each other yet, but as it, as time comes closer to it, I'll definitely keep you guys updated and definitely know that. So, yeah, Champions League matches, obviously good, obviously fun. We're going to see who's the best team in Europe. Um, so, yeah, that's, that's coming down to an end. I'm really pulling for the Blues on this one. Um, obviously, as a Chelsea fan, really want them to win. Um, but just looking at their season this season, I – they might be able to pull it out. They might not. Um, there's a lot of hard competition on the other side, um, definitely. And so it's gonna it's gonna be a great quarterfinals and a great semifinals and an even better finals when the time comes down to it. Um, but only time will tell with who is going to be going to be in there. So yeah, there's that next thing, uh, next game I want to talk about from last week. Uh, first, we're gonna be. Uh, I guess I didn't say this before. First, we're going to be talking about more Premier League, more Europe teams, and then we'll go into the MLS. Same for players. We kind of do like a little half-and-half half type thing um, now that the MLS has started up. So we talk about Europe first, then America, and then Europe players, American players, things like that. So this next game is Bournemouth versus Liverpool. So, again, last week we talked about Bournemouth mainly because they're, they were on the rise. And they continue to be on the rise. They beat Liverpool 1-0 this week. Um, I don't know what's gotten into Bournemouth. I don't know I don't know what's changed their their uh, play style or what's changed in their their the way they execute but they're doing it. Like um, it's just another crazy game that Bournemouth seems to have won. Like they come out on top. 10 they um were at the bottom of the table before last week like in 20th place and then coming out this week with yet again another win moving them up a little bit more so right now looking at the table we'll talk about the table at the end but right now looking at the table they are they are 1 point away from being outside of relegation um we'll talk about it a little more and Liverpool was number 6 and so with that loss or was number five, sorry, and with that loss that moved them to number six in Newcastle up um this week. So, I mean, Bournemouth again on, on the rise. They're coming out, they're coming out of this game, coming out of last week with a win, looking towards this week with another win against some really good teams. Again, Bournemouth is I mean, they're they're a team. They deserve to be in the Premier League, but they they just haven't been able to perform This week, very well. Or not this week. They haven't been been able to perform this season very well. They've lost to some really good high teams, but they've also made some upsets. Just like this past week playing Liverpool, that was definitely an upset. Definitely a fault on Liverpool for losing that one, but a good thing for um, Bournemouth. They move up again. Um, they're continuing. Now, if they can continue this for the rest of the season, then they're definitely going to get out of relegation. They're definitely going to move up. They're definitely going to like be in the talks like, man, what did Bournemouth do? Right. How did they turn their entire season around and put them at the top of the table? Now, they won't be at the very top of the table, but to see a team who's in 20th place for a long time be able to win a couple games and get out of relegation to save themselves for next season. I don't know what they're doing, but whatever they're doing, they better not stop because it's good. But yeah, another Bournemouth win, another another good good looks towards, towards the future of them and the future of uh, all that. Um, so, yeah. Next game I have is Everton and Brentford. So Everton actually ends up winning this one 1-0. Um, I think the reason why I had it on here is because um, Everton scored in the first minute. So it starts, they score, and that's all the goals that happen for the rest of the game. The rest of the game was more of a defensive game. I'm sure Everton just kind of... Especially after half, just kind of sat back, let um, Brentford have all of the uh, possession, be able to move the ball around, but they just sat back and were just defending, just making making plays to where it kept the ball away from their net, keeping, keeping their guys on their toes, keeping everything clear and clean. But, yeah, this one's goal in the first minute, and then again later in the 42nd minute, Everton actually scores, but it was actually ruled out um, through VAR. So... We could have seen a 2-0 victory, uh, but VAR VAR came in, stepped in, and ruled the goal out. Um, I'm sure it was was correct. It probably was. Um, I didn't see it. I'm not completely sure. But VAR VAR is trustworthy nowadays. Um, There's the occasional hiccup in it. Obviously, we see that. But there it is. Everton Brentford. Um, I know Brentford is kind of low-ish in the um, table, if I'm thinking right. Um, And Everton isn't, like, all the way up. Um, So, but, I mean, it was a good game between some, like, middle-of-the-table teams. Um, So, seeing another win... And a one-minute goal is just crazy, and then nothing else happened. Just playing defense, keeping the ball away from their net, doing what they need to do. Um, next game I have is actually a Manchester City versus Crystal Palace game. So Manchester City actually walks away with this one. <coughs> Excuse me. Actually walks away with the win on this one, 1-0. One um, I, I don't know what to say. Manchester City has just been – they've been looking like they're – like kind of in just stagnant. They're not really like showing out and performing super well like they were at the beginning of the season with Holland coming in, being able to get him feed him the ball and him just scoring everything that comes to his foot. I don't know. It it's like we're maybe we're too late into the season and teams have understood how to defend Holland. Teams have understood how to defend against the rest of their amazing players, but I don't know. I mean Manchester City finally. I mean they take another win. Um, we've seen recently, like a couple weeks ago, we were talking about how they were in first place because them and Arsenal were tied on points, but Manchester City beat Arsenal in their head-on head-to-head game that mattered. So Manchester Man City was up first. So we're seeing them, and then like they kind of stagnant. Arsenal has pulled away yet again in the uh, number one seed are number 1 in the Premier League. Arsenal has pulled away again and we see Man Man City just i, I they're kind of just like staying stagnant. They're not like going off and winning a bunch of games um to catch back up and they, and when they do win games, I mean, we see here it's a 1-0 win and it's off a penalty. So it's not even like I mean, they were probably in the right spot, probably a, a foul, and, and it was the right call and the right thing to do. But still, like it's not like they're dribbling down the down the field and they're able to cross a ball and somebody's able to put it in the back of the net off of that. It's basically just, oh, here you go, here's a penalty, and you should be making every penalty you take. Um, so I, I, I don't know. They're struggling right now. Um, I mean, they're still producing wins, but they're just not producing like they were. It's like they've they've gone a different way. They're they're not as good as they were at the beginning of the season. They're not able to get that ball to Holland anymore, so that he can just stick him in the back of the net. I don't know. We haven't seen much from Holland since one of the first weeks on the radio show that I was talking because that's whenever he got uh, like his seventh. Um, hat trick or something like that in the Premier League since he started playing and this is his first year. Like we just haven't seen Man City produce what they did at the beginning of the season and for me personally, I have a friend who's a Man City fan, but for me personally, like I would love to see them produce what they did at the beginning. I'd love to see that because it's good soccer. It's kind of it's it, it is fun to watch because they're able to score, go into some high-scoring games and win win them by a long shot and I enjoy watching Holland play because he's a guy who towers over other people. He can rip a ball into the back of the net like nobody's business. Dude's a good player, and he's fun to watch. But, I mean, maybe we'll see before the season ends, Manchester City turn it around and do something good. Um but, yeah, so those those are all the games that I have from the Europe and the Premier League from this past week that I thought were good. I thought were ones definitely to keep your eye on, definitely to watch. Um, maybe you guys caught one of those. Have some different um, ideas or different points of view on those games. Um, if you do, reach out let me know. But, Yeah, moving on, we're going to look at a couple MLS games. The first one we have is the Philadelphia Union versus the Chicago Fire. So Philadelphia comes away with this one, 1-0 win over Chicago. So again, excuse me, again, Philadelphia looked good. They just couldn't get the ball on the back of the net quick enough. This goal comes in the 90th minute. Um... Like I was saying last week, I'm a sucker for those last-minute goals. Um, it's always good. I, I enjoy watching soccer, even if there aren't goals producing every minute, because it's enjoyable to watch how the players move the ball, how they're making their runs, how the ball's getting there, defensive stops, goalies doing their job, getting the ball out, blocking the shots, everything like that. Everything that goes into a game of soccer is something I enjoy watching. But then whenever you see a 90th-minute goal, a goal at the very last minute where your team's either going to tie or lose, and you you guys put it in the back of the net at the last second, is something I also enjoy seeing because then, then it's hype, then it's happiness, then you see, like, everything come through. So we see also there are two red cards on Chicago's team. One comes in the 50th minute to Fabian Herbers, and then one comes in the 90th plus three minute to Kamara. I'm only going to – I hope that I'm saying his name right. Um, I wasn't going to try to pronounce his first name, but Kamara. Um, So, yeah, we see two red cards come out of this game. So now Chicago's down two people, but the goal was actually scored before the second red card, so they're down to ten people. So maybe that helped them a little bit, but still, like – it still took them 40 minutes after the first red card to put one in the back of the net. Like, come on, Philadelphia. Maybe you guys just need to step it up a little bit, or maybe Chicago's defense was just outstanding. Um, I didn't watch this game personally. I caught a few different games on Saturday, but um, again, a 90th minute goal. You can't beat it. It's always fun to see. And then, as a little bonus, we got two red cards out of that game. Um, maybe some people competing for most red cards on season get a little trophy at the end. Who knows? Maybe I'll come up with a maybe, – maybe I'll be the one that gives out that award. You know, I mean, it's just funny to see good times, things like that. Um, so, yeah, next game we have is DC United versus Orlando City. So um, this one actually ends in a 1-1 tie. Um, Orlando City scores in the 53rd minute. And then we're waiting, and we finally see a goal from D.C. United in the 80th minute. So this one was just like a really good defensive game. Um, I caught bits and pieces of it. Both teams were able to put a stop to most of the... um, most of the offensive attacks from the other team um, until that 80th minute came around for DC United and they finally put one in the back of the net. Um, so yeah, it was, it was definitely one to keep up with. Um, obviously ending in a tie, not a loss for either team um, and kind of a late goal. So I, en- I enjoy again, seeing late goals. Um, but yeah, that was, that was that game. I, I personally thought it was pretty good because um, just seeing defensive defensive plays and um, whenever the offensive attacks, whenever they can't make it through your defense, then they're able to build from the back. They're able to play the ball around more, and you're able to see kind of how how things are moving and how things are working. Um, so, yeah, I enjoyed this one. Um it's definitely a lot more than just sending the ball up top and just putting in the back of the net. Um, Soccer has a lot more moving parts to that. Um, If you don't know a whole lot about it, I recommend watching a professional game um, and at least just not having a bias towards it, just kind of watching it for soccer. And maybe you'll learn something. Maybe you'll learn about how, obviously how they, how they move the ball around, how they're able to keep, keep the defense out, keep the people away. Um, and things like that. That was more or less what this game was about. It was about that defense, about being able to spread the ball out, build it from the back, um, keeping that keeping that ball flowing around, but able to stand there and withstand like the attacks from the other team, and withstand being able to like them not being able to penetrate penetrate through your defense, keeping the ball out. Um, those ones are always fun to watch. Um, but again, tie on that game. Hats off to them for being able to pull off that tie. Um, and so, yeah, our third game we got is Portland versus St. Louis. So um, this one actually goes to the way of St. Louis. They score, They win 2-1 to one against Portland. Um, we see Portland actually score in the third minute. Um, so they're leading 1-0 all the way through half. And then right once we get back from half, we see St. Louis score – tying it up 1-1, and then St. Louis scores again in the 75th minute. Um, There were three yellow cards on the side of the Timbers, only one on the side of St. Louis, Um, but this one, was it was a game. Um, I I don't know what was going through the Portland guys' minds. They score in the third minute, and then they're like, okay, we got this. They go into the locker room, um, and they're like, okay, we're winning. We got this continue to play defense, continue to attack. We need to get one more up so that we're doing good. They come back out, and um, St. Louis just puts the equalizer in the back of the net. And then you kind of distraught, kind of sad, but they score 30 minutes later again and end up deciding the game in the 75th minute. But, I mean, I don't know. Um, it was just interesting to me to see a third-minute goal and then nothing happened until after half. Um, I wonder, again, I wonder what was going through the Portland Portland players' minds, fans' minds, coach' minds. Like, do we have this? Is this game already over? Is this game in the bag for us? Who knows? Um, but it ends up not being, St. Louis ends up coming out with the win on that one. And then, finally, the last game we're going to be looking at from this past week is Los Angeles FC versus New England Revolution. So this one um, wasn't anything like the other ones. Very high-scoring game. Los Angeles takes this one 4-0. So the reason why I threw it in here is because, again, a very high-scoring game, very fun to watch. Um, We see a 14-minute goal, and then nothing else happens till halftime. And then halftime comes back. 67-minute goal, 83rd-minute goal, and then the 90th-plus-six-minute goal. So, again, another goal at the very end of the game. Now, the game was already decided before stoppage time even started. Um, but Los Angeles comes away from this one with a 4-0 victory, obviously looking strong, obviously looking um, in the right form. If I'm not mistaken, last week we actually talked about New England. Um we did. We talked about New England Revolution last week because they had the highest scoring game um, last week, I think, was 3-0. So, um, yeah, I mean, Los Angeles looking like they're they're in a good form. They're um, going to be good this season. Uh, scoring 4-0 against a team who scored the most last week obviously makes makes you wonder, are they really that good? And the answer is yes. They are really that good. Um, Good team. So, again, yeah, I mean, Los Angeles winning 4-0 from this week. Um, Looking good, feeling good, excited to, again, continue watching the MLS, continuing to see how all these games are going to be playing out. Um, That was just a little taste from last week. Obviously, there's like 10-ish. 12-ish games that go on every week. So um, those are only four of them. Again, the season's just now starting. This is only a third week, so we're only able to talk about these guys for three weeks. So there's not a whole lot that's able to come out, but then again, there is. All these teams are obviously winning. Los Angeles again showing us how they can they can perform against a fairly well team. I mean, they we talked about them last week for scoring the most goals in the game in, in, in the league last week. So again, really good teams, really good players, really good people to watch. Um, so yeah, those are all the games that I have from this past week. It's a little synopsis of some stuff. Um, keep your eyes out on that. I try to keep up with it. MLS is back. So that's always good. Uh, next thing is the players of the week. So first we have Neto. Neto, Neto, honestly don't know how to pronounce his name, but he's a Bournemouth goalkeeper. Um, obviously, I want to talk about him. He won the man of the match for um, Bournemouth. He had the highest rating with the 8.5 Rating from uh foot mob. He had five saves that game. Um, didn't concede any goals, obviously, because Bournemouth won 1-0. He had two diving saves and three saves that were inside of his box. So, obviously, doing pretty good. Uh, in total, he had about 10 recoveries of the ball. Um, so... Yeah, I mean, he's a goalkeeper. He did really good. He did what he needed to do, save the ball, keep the ball out of the back of the net to, again, aid in the furthering of Bournemouth getting out of relegation, aid in Bournemouth being a complete menace in this new form that they are uh, to the rest of the Premier League. I mean, Liverpool is no is not a terrible team. Liverpool is a really good team. They're really high in the table before this game. Um, they still are. I mean, they were just at number five, and I think now they're at six. And so it's not like Liverpool's terrible and they should have scored more. They, I mean, they should have. They're definitely the better team on paper. They're definitely the ones who can perform this season. Um, and so, yeah, seeing a goalkeeper on the other team – And the other team being at the bottom of the table almost the entire season is great. Seeing that they're not down, they're definitely not down, they're definitely not out yet. We still have plenty more soccer to play, and seeing this guy be able to perform and stand on his head and keep out those goals for his team. Because again, if he lets one in, his team only won 1-0. If he lets one in, the game ends in a tie, and they may not be... They, they'll, they'll still be further away than they are now from getting out of that relegation zone. So good plays from him. Um, hats off to him for that. Obviously stepping up and playing a big role here in this Liverpool game. Um, so, yeah, next player we have is actually going to be our man Erling Holland. So he scores the um, only goal in that game against uh, Crystal Palace. Again, it was a penalty, but Holland is a good player. Took total of 5 shots. 3 were on target. Those were or 3 were on target. One of them was obviously the penalty that went in, but the other two were obviously blocked by the goalkeeper. So definitely still he's still making those chances. He's still like up there where the ball is to be able to Complete his goals, again, a young player, a really good player. If you haven't heard of Holland by now, then I'm just thinking you've never seen a Premier League game. He is a good player. He does play well. He got a 7.4 match rating. But again, like compared to his form at the beginning of the season and the guy who was literally putting every ball on the back of the net as it came to him to now – it's just such a big difference. Again, I would love to see Holland go off again. I would love to see this young player be able to perform the way he did at the beginning of the season, to be able to perform again in that form, be able to put out numbers like he was doing um, and further his goals in a season and maybe break some more records. But it's just, again, is I feel like it's the team. I feel like they're very stagnant right now. Um, I mean, they're still winning games, they're still putting up numbers, but they're just not—they're just not doing what they were doing. They're number two, and they're down by like five points right now in the Premier League. Um, so I hope to see Holland step up again. Um, again, he's a great player, really good guy. Um, he's really fun to watch because he can do it all. I mean, he towers over everybody. Really great striker or center forward, whichever position he plays. He's a really fun guy to watch. But again, I mean, I'm just begging that he's able to get back to that that form that he was in at the beginning of the season. Put up those numbers that, that he was putting up because that's what we want to see. That's the Holland that we want to watch. That's the one that um, excites us about Man City's team. Um, so yeah, just a little a little a little thing about him. Um again, he's a great player. Um, that's why we're talking about him this week. He gets the job done for his team, puts the ball in the back of the net, even though it was just a penalty, without that penalty they would end it in a tie. Or worse, game could have gone completely differently and the other team would have scored and they would have lost. So him putting the ball in the back of the net was definitely a huge thing on Saturday. Um, first team. Next one we have is Giancarlo Ramos. Um, he is a striker, a very young player. Um, he actually plays for um, Benfica uh, in their Champions League game. This man scored two goals. He scored the one in the forty-fifth stoppage time. Uh, minute and then he scored another one in the 57th minute so he's a good player he got a 9.4 9.3 match rating out of that one so again a good player um, somebody to keep an eye on really young like I was saying before um, he's only 21 years old um, obviously a really good player he scored two goals and got an assist out of that game out of their five goals that they scored obviously on a good team in the Champions League um, scoring the win, winning there on aggregate seven to one against another team in the round of sixteen. You're kind of like, dang, these guys might be a force to be reckoned with as as the quarterfinals come down to it, and semifinals and finals and things like that. Um, so yeah, just another, he's a really good player. Um, scoring those goals, being able to to put his team ahead. Um, and then we look back maybe another week in uh, Liga of Portugal. He scores um, two goals in that game, and they win 2-0. He's a really good player. Match rating of 9.1 on that one. Um, A really good player, somebody definitely to look out for um, really young, so I can see him being able to, if he keeps this up, being able to continue like that, being able to put up those numbers, maybe look almost like Rashford's new form from this year, um, being able to just put up numbers and do what he needs to do for his team. Um, so yeah, just a young player. Definitely keep your eye out for him. Definitely on the rise in that. Um, he's Portuguese, 21. Um, and so we'll, I, I'm I'm looking forward to seeing him in these next uh, Champions League games. Kind of honestly hoping that uh, Chelsea does not have to play his team in the next round um, because we may be put out. I don't know how we're going to deal with somebody who's just able to put the ball in the back of the net. I mean, he's got five goals in two games out of out of one, like, um, excuse me, he's got four goals in two games out of all that and one assist. Like, he's just somebody who's able to move the ball and put the ball in the back of the net. Um, it's scary, honestly. But, yeah, just a new uh, – kind of a new person that we haven't talked about before, maybe somebody you all have never heard of. Um, on the rise, young player hopeful and excited to see the rest of his uh, career continue on down that road. Yeah. Next and final person we have from Europe, premier league, everything like that is our man, Harry Kane. So I'm sure most of you have heard of Harry Kane. He is He played for England. So I'm sure you guys saw him in the world cup. If you haven't seen him since he plays over there, excuse me, for um Tottenham and Tottenham come away with their their win um 3 to 1 this past weekend and Harry Kane scores two of those goals. First goal he scored is in the 19th minute and then he goes on to score a penalty in the 35th minute. Um so yeah again, I mean he's more of a veteran at this point. Um he's been on Tottenham for like all of his career, basically. Um, really good player, obviously. Um, he's a menace on the soccer field. He can move the ball around and can get it in the back of the net. Um, obviously, as we see from this weekend, he had two of the three goals. Um, so, I mean, Harry Kane is a great player. He's somebody who's always stood out, somebody who you're like, well, we definitely need to mark him, definitely need to learn how to play against this guy. Um, so, yeah, I mean... There's not much else to say about him. Uh, He's a veteran, great player. Most of you have probably heard of him, um, and he continues to show out today. It's not like, oh, yeah, you remember Harry Kane from five years ago? Oh, yeah, that was him. He was good. He's still good. He's still putting up numbers, still putting that ball in the back of the net. So, yeah, excited to see Harry Kane continue. Um, as as his career may be closely coming to an end because he is getting up there in age. He's 29, but happy for him, happy to see that he's still able to perform and still able to put up numbers for his teams. So, yeah, that was the last player that we have from over on Europe and the Premier League and things like that. The next person we're going to be looking at is actually from the MLS. He plays for the Philadelphia Union. It's Joaquin Torres. So um, the reason why we're talking about him is because he's the one that scored that one goal for Philadelphia in the 90th um, minute. Um, definitely, He's a young player. He's uh, – nope, not young. He's just one that you probably haven't ever heard about. Um, he's 26 years old. He's Argentinian. Argentinian, yes. Um, but, yeah, he played – Good game. Um, Obviously, he had the one goal. He goes off and gets himself a yellow card as well. You could almost call him a super sub at this point. He only played for a total of 29 minutes, meaning he definitely got subbed in after half um, since he scored in the 90th minute. Definitely got subbed in after half. So, I don't know. Maybe he's able to compete and maybe be able to move to a starting position. Or they're just... Happy about having him on the bench. Again, he's not like super young. He's 26. Um, but another super sub situation, if you will. Coming off the bench, scoring that one goal in the very last minute of the game and getting the win for his team. So obviously a huge player. Obviously making huge plays in there. Um, So, yeah. Next person we're going to be talking about is Joe. Nope, sorry. Dennis. I'm not completely sure how to pronounce his name. I apologize. He plays on Los Angeles FC, LAFC. Um, he's 29 years old. Nope, 28 years old. I'm very sorry. I can't read this morning. Um, he gets a match rating of 9.4. He scores two goals and an assist in that game against New England Revolution where they won 4-0. Um, to zero. He scored a 14th minute goal and then a 67-minute goal. Um, The 14-minute goal was a penalty, Um, and then he assists the um, 90th-minute goal. So, again, a really good player, somebody who is kind of up there in age, more or less a veteran of the team, a veteran of the league, um, and a good player. Um, he got a 9.4 match rating from this week he played all 90 minutes scored both goals and an assist and then in their CONCACAF Champions League game uh, LA actually wins 3-0 and this guy scored all three goals he had himself a hat trick with match rating of a 9.7 he scored one in the 47th minute the 70th minute and then the 89th minute like Definitely somebody who's good. Definitely somebody you want to keep your eye on in the in the MLS. Um, there's not a lot of times where we see these players like this be able to perform really well in the MLS. A lot of the time, we'll see um, different we'll see different players do good, but this guy has five goals and one assist in two games, and they happen very close to each other. Um, so yeah, I mean. Definitely a person to keep your eye on on LAFC. Um, I'm sure Los Angeles is going to continue to do good. I'm sure they're going to continue to keep up that momentum that they have behind them with their two wins right now Um, and keep up that good mentality of how they want to mold their season into what they want it to be moving forward. Um, This is a guy definitely to keep your eye out on, definitely to watch as we can see. Um, Really good on the field, really good at moving the ball around um, and keeping it for his team and then being a person that's able to finish that ball, put it in the back of the net, somebody their team can rely on as a player to score and to do good. Uh, Next person we're going to talk about is Joe Willis. He is the goalkeeper for Nashville. Um, The reason we're going to be talking about this guy is is not because of his match rating, not because of his um, uh, crazy saves or anything like that, which he may have had some, but he right now, he's the only one in the um, MLS who has a clean sheet. Three games, three clean sheets. So obviously he's doing something right. Obviously he's doing really good. This past week alone, like – they performed really well. They he's he's doing what he needs to do. Their team wins 2-0. Um I think Nashville is actually winning 2 or 2 and 1 maybe. Something like no. They have to either be 3-0 or they've tied 0-0. So Nashville doing good. Um he had one dive and save this past week. Not a lot of saves this past week, but again the only goalie left in the MLS who has three clean sheets with three games played, obviously something big, obviously something to talk about. Um, if you want to even mention that his save percentage is a hundred percent, because again, they don't have any goals scored on them. They, they are a team who is really good with defense most definitely and have a really good keeper on their side. Um, I mean, he's kept every ball out of the net since the season started, so why why not keep with him? Um, so, yeah, I enjoy talking about goalies. Not all the time do we get to talk about goalies because, again, not all the time do goalies do have outstanding records like this right now. Again, we are only three games in, but obviously we see three games in. There's still one goal. There's only one goalie left with the with clean sheets everyone else has been scored on everyone else has conceded a goal out of their goal whether they lost a game or not he's the only one that has 100% save percentage he's the only one that has three clean sheets out of three games I mean like again we don't get to talk about goalies a lot but how can you not whenever you see a stat like that so that's just my view on it um I'm I'm hopeful for Nashville. I really hope that they have a really prosperous season, do really good. Um, I want to see Joe Willis come the 10th week, have 10 clean sheets. If that happens, we'll throw a party and I'll go crazy. I don't know. Maybe I'll just have to go see this man in person play in Nashville. Who knows? But, yeah, so seeing a player like that is really, like, makes you go, man, that guy's good. Um, and then finally, moving on to the last person we have from this past week is William Yarborough. He plays for the Colorado Rapids. Some of the um, stats I have on him this is another goalie. Um, he has the highest saves per 90 um, right now at a 6.0, and he has the highest goals prevented at a 3.2. So again, Another really good goalkeeper, another person who's able to um, stop the ball from coming in the net, stop everything from um, getting in there. Um, another goalie. Um, it's crazy. Again, it's a little bit easier to talk about goalies at the beginning of the season because they haven't played thirty games yet. So you you do you get to see everything that's going on and when it's going on. Um, And things like that. So I'm happy to talk about um, these teams. I'm happy to talk about these players as a whole, especially goalies. I enjoy watching soccer when there's a good goalie because it makes things interesting. When you're going up against a team who's really good at scoring, has a really good front three, but your team has an amazing goalie and seeing them stand on their head, being able to block every shot that comes to them, being able to... Get out in front, um, maybe even play a little sweeper keeper like Manuel Neuer, who is personally one of my favorite goalies, um, even though his career is coming to an end. Um, But again, just being able to watch goalies who are really good at their sport, really good at them at their position is something that I really enjoy seeing and I really enjoy. watching. <clears throat> so yeah, those are all the those are all the teams um and players that I have for this week. Um, moving on to our final little thing before we get to news or anything like that and wrap up um is actually games upcoming games this week that you guys might want to keep your eye out on. Um first one is actually if you didn't know JSU has a women's team, a women's soccer team right now. They have some spring games, which I'm not completely sure. I try to do a little research. There's only five of or six of them, so I'm kind of thinking that it might just be like friendlies, um, or might just be hey, we have spring games as well. Um, not really for like tournaments, not really for a trophy, not really for like a career record, but kind of like. We have some spring games because, I'm, if I'm not mistaken, I mean, there's only six games in the spring, but if I'm not mistaken, their entire season is during the fall. <clears throat> Excuse me. Their season is during the fall. And so, yeah, but actually this past weekend, which I forgot when it started, but this past weekend <coughs> was their first game, and they played West Georgia um and they actually beat them or nope sorry they tied 2-2 but their next game is this coming saturday 2 p.m here at jacksonville against uab so definitely come out nope no it's not this weekend it's in it's april 1st i don't know why i think march is already over um But it's April 1st, Saturday, 2 p.m. here at Jacksonville against UAB. Um, So come out and support our girls. Come out and watch them. I'll probably remind you all again in the upcoming weeks as they come again, Jacksonville State University women's soccer. They have five more games left in the season. That's April 1st, not this weekend. I misspoke here at Jacksonville against UAB. Um, the next games we're going to be talking about for this week, this actual week, are first ones are the Champions League games. So we got Champions League games again today and tomorrow. All of them are going to be played at 3 o'clock. Today we got FC Porto in Inter Milan versus Man City in Leipzig. And tomorrow we have Napoli versus Eintracht Frankfurt and Real Madrid versus Liverpool. So, these are again the final stages of the round of 16. So, winning these games and then looking back on aggregate, we'll see who is who is going to move on to that to that final um final game uh move on to the quarterfinals. Um these are the last games today and tomorrow. All four of these games will decide who's going to be going Over to the quarters. So, looking at the aggregate right now, the Liverpool, uh, Real Madrid is over Liverpool 5 2. Napoli is over Frankfurt 2 0. Man City and Leipzig are tied 1 1. And Inter Milan is over Porto 1 0. So, again, we'll be seeing this as time comes um, on Wednesday. All the games are at 3 o'clock. We'll see. After Wednesday, who's going to be in the, um, on the other side of the quarterfinals? Um, so we'll finally be able to see the full eight teams that are moving on. Um, and then that hasn't been decided when those games are going to be played yet. Um, it will be a Tuesday, Wednesday again, uh, but it will be somewhere in the future. I'm sure if they come out next week with when the dates are, I might mention it. Um In two weeks or something like that. I'll I'll mention it definitely for sure. Keep you guys updated when the quarterfinals are going to be going down. So, yeah. Um, Next group of games we got to talk about is actually Europa League again. Um, They're going to be this Thursday. Um, There are plenty of games to watch. There are um, eight games this week two at 12.45, three at 12, four at 12.45, and four at three. Um, so, again, these games are coming down to the end again. Um, we're going to see who's going to be moving on once again, who's going to be staying back. Um, this is the round of 16 moving to quarterfinals as well, as last week was the first round of quarterfinals, moving on to this week being the second round. So we'll see. Who's going to be moving into quarterfinals after this week as well as in the Champions League and Europa League? Um, So, yeah, definitely keep an eye out on those games, Champions League and Europa League, as they are coming down to the end. They're finally finishing up those seasons. We're going to see who's going to take the title home in those um, as the tournaments come down towards the end. Next set of games I have for us is... The Premier League games, obviously, um, they're kind of spread out throughout the week this week. Um, We actually have two games that are tomorrow at 2.30. That's Southampton and Brentford and then Brighton and Crystal Palace. Both of those at 2.30 p.m. tomorrow. And then on Friday, we have another one at 3 o'clock p.m. Um, That's Nottingham Forest versus Newcastle. So that's Friday. We have one tomorrow, one on Friday. Plenty of games on Saturday and plenty of games and three games on Sunday. Um, So we're going to be seeing a couple at 10 a.m. No, four at 10 a.m., one at 1230 on Saturday and one at nine on Sunday. So definitely keep your eye out for those. Um, As this week is coming up in the Premier League, spread out again. Not all the games are on Saturday. One's on Sunday, some are on Friday, and some are actually tomorrow. So, yeah, keep your eyes out on those games. And then finally, the last games I want you to keep your eye out for is obviously the um, uh, MLS games this week. Um, There are... All happening on Saturday. There's none happening this week on Sunday. Um, First game is at 3 o'clock, and then the next games, there's um, like six of them. They're going to be at 6.30 p.m., and then 7.30 p.m., 8.30 p.m., and 9.30 p.m. So basically, there's one game at 3, LAFC versus Seattle Sounders, um, and then the rest of them are going to be 6.30, and then every hour, or yeah, every hour after that, it's going to be an, a different game starting. So definitely try to try to catch one this week. Maybe we'll talk about that game next week, um, and maybe we'll be able to to review all that. But all the games happening on Saturday. Um, so keep your eye out for the, those games. Support the support America in the way that they handle soccer over here. But yeah, those are all the games. To keep your eye out on this week, we got Champions League, Europa League, Premier League, MLS, all those games are definitely going to be good games to watch, definitely going to be ones to catch. I'm going to try my best to catch a Champions League game today on my way home um, from school, listening to it, and then getting home and then watching it. Um, going to be exciting. So, yeah, one of the last things I want to talk about is kind of the Premier League table. So, again, we see Arsenal at the top with 66 points, and Manchester City right below them with 61. So, again, Arsenal continuing to pull away. They're on a five-game win streak right now. The past five games are all wins, um, and Manchester City has had a draw in one of their past five games, With the rest of them have been wins. So, Arsenal, again, five points up, drifting ever so slightly and further away. Um, and then looking back at the bottom of it, we see Bournemouth, who is in 18th, which is a spot for relegation, but they're tied with 17 and 16. So again, potentially looking at this week, if both 17 and 16 did what they did last week, one lost, one tied, Bournemouth is moving up. Bournemouth is hopping both of them. Um, if Bournemouth can again win and Bournemouth can again do what they've been doing these past times and get their guys out there and get the win for their team. We might see Bournemouth out of relegation for now. Um, I'm hoping that happens. I'm looking up towards them um, and hoping that they can pull this one out. Um, those are the big things about the table you can go over and look at it yourself and figure out kind of maybe who could potentially be moving, things like that. Um, I'm on the hopeful for Bournemouth. So, yeah. Looking over at the MLS table, we see St. Louis is at the very top. They are the only team who is 3-0, so definitely deserving to be number one. They have three wins, zero losses. Um, We see Atlanta United in second, uh, along with Nashville and Cincinnati, who all have two wins and one draw. Um, so yeah. And then looking at the bottom of the table, we have Montreal and Charlotte who both have three losses. So, um, again, look, looking at this St. Louis is definitely a team to be, rivaled um again last week i was talking about how seattle looks really good they have a really good team um they're definitely going to be performing they just took a loss this week but that's okay um st louis looking like the powerhouse right now we'll see as the weeks come and go who's actually able to withstand the um the other teams and be able to pull this one out but yeah, that's kind of what the table's looking like. Not much to talk about the table because, again, season has just started and there's not much else to talk about. Only three games right now, but we'll continue to get more games and things like that. But, yeah, that's about all that I have for you guys this week. Um, just a reminder, I forgot to tell you all or mention this last week or at the beginning, next week is actually our spring break, so we I will not have a radio show next week um, as I will not be here. So, yeah, but hopefully I can catch you guys um, in two weeks. We'll talk a little bit from next week and then a lot more on um, the next week after that. Um, but, yeah, so I will not be live on air next week. So I hope you guys are able to catch a game Um head over to my instagram follow me keep up with that it's called soccer 10 i hope you guys are able to catch a game of soccer this week i hope you guys are able to um keep up with something from this week whether it's one of the games i mentioned or a different team from a different league that you're watching but yeah i will not be here next week so sad but it happens i will see you guys again same time in two weeks